0: I'm Marla.
1: And I'm Erica. And you are listening to Royalty, a podcast where we discuss all the latest royal family drama, obsess over Meghan Markle, gossip about love and romance, and just generally live vicariously through their bougie lives.
0: This week we're going to catch up on Corona, like most of our days are spent, and we're gonna Talk about some of the new endeavors that Harry and Megan are up to. But first, Erica, did you have a princess or peasant moment this week?
1: I did. I am going to say that this started out like a princess moment and quickly devolved into a peasant moment. Um, so yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday! Thank you. So exciting to be having a birthday during coronavirus. Um, nothing says princess like being on lockdown. <laughs> um, but yeah, so obviously it was very hard to make plans. And I think people felt sorry for me because of it. And as a result, you know, my mom, because I couldn't see my family for my birthday um, and I think she was feeling guilty, um, decided to send me, she wanted to send me flowers, but there were no florists who were delivering because of everything happening or none that were available, I guess. And so she did the next best thing that she could think of, which was to deliver a plant. And so she told me that she was going to be having a plant delivered to my house. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Just thinking, you know, this is going to be like some normal plant. And a couple hours later, someone comes and knocks on my door and pulls out like a giant eight foot four trunk fiddling pig. <laughs> And I just was, like, laughing, being like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know what to do. And so I just was like, okay, thank you. I told the delivery man to just leave it outside because I've been really paranoid about coronavirus. And so I've been trying to just leave packages outside for a couple hours because they've said that that, like, helps the virus die before you bring it inside. And... So I just was going to leave it outside for a little while, but then when we finally were ready to bring it in, we quickly realized we live in the tiniest LA apartment. <laughs> oh my God. How am I going to put this eight foot tree in my house? And I think we maybe found a spot and I'm going to have to cut the tree down a little bit because it's literally like touching our ceiling. Um, but it just looks so hilarious because it's so giant in our tiny, tiny place. And it was a very sweet gift and very, very thoughtful. And I think she thought that the tree she was getting was four feet, but no, it was twice that size. So now we look like we live in a jungle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's amazing. So that's my peasant moment. How about you?
0: Um, Well, I decided that I wanted to like learn during this entire shutdown. And one of the things that I feel kind of self-conscious about is that even though I've lived in the U.S. for a bit, I don't know the states very well and how to find them on a map. (laughs) So I thought, well, that's what I'm going to learn while we're in this, like, safer at home mode is I'm going to be able to point out all the states on a map. That's a great idea. (laughs) So I tried it for the first time. And Erica, oh my God, it is a lot of states and I could not find most of them.
1: (laughs) Have you improved since your first try?
0: Oh, 100% and I'm finding like weird ways to like remember stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there are definitely like, I mix up Iowa, Idaho, and um ohio a lot.
1: Wait, what are the weird ways that you have figured out?
0: Okay. Well, I know where Nashville is or not Nashville like Tennessee. Okay. And when I was in Nashville, I had this like this is you're going to laugh. <laughs> this like really spicy chicken. Oh my gosh. And so it makes me think of chicken. So I remember that Kentucky is above it because I think Kentucky fried chicken. <laughs>
1: Well, doesn't Kentucky kind of look like a piece of chicken?
0: I just remember that it's above Tennessee.
1: Oh my goodness, I am dying. It's <laughs> like
0: these are just the things that happen when you're self-isolating. Um,
1: I'm, I am that's actually getting a better. really smart idea, and I honestly don't even know. Wait, hold on. I had to pull up a map of Kentucky because. I was doubting myself, but no. Like, if you look at Kentucky, it looks like a piece of chicken. You should just remember it that way.
0: Girl, I have found something that works for me, so I'm not going (laughs) to change it, okay?
1: (laughs) Okay, fair. That's a good point. Uh,
0: But could you name
1: all of the states on a map? There definitely was a point where I could name all of them. I don't know... If that's still true, I don't know if I've retained that, but I think I would probably get, um, four fifths of them, right?
0: Okay. No, that's impressive.
1: I'm going to test myself after this and see. All right. <laughs> I think that there's probably a lot of Americans who could not take that challenge and succeed.
0: Right. Well, I figure once I can point them out on a map, then I'll work on like remembering their capitals and...
1: Oh my gosh. Overachiever.
0: Well, I just feel like, you know, you and I both came from UCB, so we do a lot of improv, or did, and (laughs) one of the things is, like, I really um, would mess up scenes because I didn't know much about the states, and I definitely didn't know about presidents. So I just, and for a while when you first get here, that's funny and fine. But I was like, you know, I actually should know that stuff. So I just figured I'll start with the States and then I'll move to presidents. But my God, you guys have had a lot of presidents. So I'm kind of avoiding that learning curve.
1: Do you know this information about Canada? Yeah. You know all of Canada's leaders?
0: Um, like if you tested me, like if you named them, I could tell you roughly when they were in leadership and kind of what they were famous for what they did um,
1: like a general
0: yeah and i'm sure like if i brushed up on it i could do it but we've just had less leaders like you guys have an eight year rule whereas some of our prime ministers were in power for a long period of time
1: oh
0: and same with like we only have 12 provinces but like i could tell you the provinces and their capitals and probably the provincial flower and there wouldn't be too many cities that you could name where I couldn't point them out on a map and tell you about... The, like, I do feel like I know Canada pretty well, but I, I can't say the same thing about America.
1: Interesting. Well, I guess that is fair. America is, like, ridiculously large. And I feel like a lot more of it is populated than Canada, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Huge amounts. Um, But, no, I don't have to be perfect with America. I just want to, like generally no
1: no I really like this I think that's like a really good challenge to give yourself I think that like everyone should be doing that why not you're inside there's nothing else to do
0: right and I figure even if I just spend like five ten minutes a day just like getting better and better at it eventually that knowledge will accumulate (laughs) definitely (laughs) oh boy anyway Oh. oh so that was my Um, I guess we're turning into a princess moment, but I felt like a peasant after the first time I tried it, because I was like, wow, you know nothing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that we've both had, um, swap moments this week. Yeah. That's great. Well, speaking of coronavirus, oh my goodness, this, uh, is really taking the royals by storm, isn't it?
0: Oh my gosh, it is so stressful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're not feeling any symptoms, are you?
0: No. I mean, every... Go ahead. Oh, I've been isolating for two weeks. I did have a cold, um, but I'm now done my quarantine. It was just a common cold. Really nothing to be concerned about. And since then, it's just been me and my cat. So, no, I'm not worried about it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do feel like uh, as someone who has asthma, Like, I cough a lot, and every time I cough or, like, have shortness of breath, I'm like, I'm dying. This is it. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, there's been so much scary news, like the fact that Prince Charles got coronavirus. So crazy.
0: And, yeah, so he's in isolation, but more so, like, I feel like Prince Charles still has the ability to fight it i'm so concerned about him seeing the queen i know i know this comes later but all of my concern is with lizzie
1: (laughs) i know and yeah we'll talk about that but i did see today and i'm not a doctor so i i i don't have any qualification to talk on this at all (laughs) but i read on the bbc that um prince charles Um, spent seven days isolating in Scotland after testing positive, but now he's not in isolation anymore. Like, the doctor cleared him to go out, which, I'm like I said, I'm not a doctor, but that feels too fast.
0: That feels really fast, because I thought they didn't know how long you could be contagious for.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought, too. So, apparently, the doctor cleared him to not be in isolation anymore, and so he's back, and luckily... The Duchess of Cornwall was tested and did not have the virus, but she will be – she'll still be self-isolating until the end of the week just to make sure she doesn't have it, but seven days definitely feels too short to me, even if his symptoms were only mild.
0: Right, because I thought the standard was two weeks.
1: Yeah, especially – because I'm assuming that, like, he probably – had symptoms they tested him they saw that he was positive they let him stay in isolation for seven days and he probably was feeling better and they retested him and i'm guessing he tested negative this is all just my presumption but i also have read that like a lot of the tests are false negatives and so i'm like what if he tested negative but he's actually still contagious
0: oh i didn't realize that a lot of them were coming back false negative
1: Yeah, I don't know if this is true worldwide, but one of my friend's dad's who is a doctor said that he had a phone call recently where they said that basically there's like a 25% fail rate for these tests. And so every one out of every four negatives is a false negative. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah, not great odds.
0: Right. And also, like, I think about how limited testing is to begin with. Yeah. I... Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's all right. You're inside. You're fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: um, but yeah, let's talk about the queen.
0: Well, it turns out that one of her footmen has been t- has tested positive for the coronavirus. And this stresses me out because his sole job is to <laughs> bring her food and water, mm-hmm. walk the dogs And greet guests, which means these are all the things that he should not be doing if he was positive.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, this goes back exactly to what we were talking about last week in terms of how crazy it is because in their isolation, they're definitely not still isolated. You know, they're still interacting with each other at least. And that feels like a recipe for disaster. Oh,
0: it feels terrible. Because also, like, we did suspect that they had people working for them still, which clearly is still true. And he was touching all her food and drinks and guests. Queen Lizzie, you can't
1: get sick. I know. And I did Google search before this to see if there was any updates about her, and I haven't seen anything. And for God's sake, I hope they are swabbing that lady every single day.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. But do you think if she got it, they would actually say anything?
1: Um, That's actually a good question. I mean, my gut says that they would need to. Like, it's, I feel like it's their responsibility. And, like, every other leader who's gotten it, they've announced.
0: Have you been surprised with how many leaders have tested positive? Yes. <laughs> it is it's- frightening to me.
1: I mean, that was the other thing that I was going to say about the Queen is that Boris Johnson, who notoriously did a terrible job, much like Trump in the lead up to this, was like bragging about how he was in the coronavirus ward, like shaking hands with coronavirus patients, which are not supposed to, you're not supposed to be shaking hands with anyone right now. And then, of course, he tested positive on March 27th. And the last time they they said that he saw the or he saw the queen was on March 11th, which honestly, he could have been carrying it on March 11th. So I'm sure that the queen has come into contact with multiple people who were positive.
0: Oh, for sure. Between her son and Boris Johnson and her footman, like, (laughs) my God, it's like a plot to like infect her.
1: Oh my gosh. I'm so nervous. I I am curious now if they they would announce it. Do you think they would announce it? No. Really?
0: No, I don't think they would. I think if she did test positive, she would have the best care possible. I think maybe they would announce it as long as they knew nothing was going to happen to her. Hmm. But to announce it, I don't know. I I just think it's such a destabilizing thing. And the queen is all about like stability and strength and calmness in the face of overwhelming alarm that I just think that they wouldn't announce it unless they were a hundred percent sure that she was going to make a full recovery. And it was like, Oh, she has it. It's mild. But I I still don't think we'd get
1: the full story. But don't you think that that would even be more scandalous and terrifying if she said that, or no one announced that she had it and then something went terribly wrong and, you know, God forbid she died. Like, that announcement would be even worse.
0: Um. Well, no, I, I don't know. No, I don't <laughs> understand how it would be worse because, like, at some point that is going to happen.
1: Well, you need to soften um, the blow a little.
0: No, I think people... People are already stressed out and they love... Queen Lizzie. I think they would, yeah, I think we would only find out after.
1: Hmm. Well, I guess only time will tell.
0: Yeah, who knows? Um. I did read, and I don't know how true this is, that when his father, so got diagnosed, when Charles got diagnosed, that Harry had wanted to go back and be with his family. Now, he didn't, but um, I've read that this actually, this whole thing has brought the royal family closer together. So maybe, maybe that's the upside of the coronavirus for them.
1: (laughs) Oh man. Thank God for coronavirus bringing us all together, right? Right. (laughs) On that note, um, it was reported today that Prince William is considering going back into duty as an ambulance pilot during all this i don't know how to feel about this
0: no 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 charles already has it the (laughs) queen is surrounded by infected people and you are third in line like you want to talk about like how harry could end up on the throne like this is the moment william you stay home and you isolate and you take care of your family and keep george safe for the love of god people
1: Well, Harry isn't fourth in line now, is he?
0: No, he's sixth
1: okay. well see now we're talking so much about illness, that I'm like starting to sniffle <laughs> <laughs> even though I don't I'm know a symptom.
0: Do you think William should go back?
1: Um, I mean, I really admire him for considering it. I don't think it's a good idea. And I don't, I keep going back and forth because I don't think that Kate would let him, but I mean, that would be really a genius way for them to get some positive publicity again after all of the Megan and Harry, you know, debacle.
0: That's true. No, that is true. Um, and apparently he wants to return back to duty as an ambulance pilot driver because the airspace over London is very difficult to navigate and not a, pe- not a lot of people have that set of skills and he does. So I understand like why he would want to do it. I still just think, my God, man, wait until everybody's recovered before you start doing crazy stuff. <laughs>
1: well on the bright side at least charles is out of isolation now so that's true i'm sure that's not the news that the queen wants though (laughs) anyway should we get off coronavirus news
0: yeah let's do it
1: (laughs) um i just realized we didn't even put this in our outline but megan and harry are in la now
0: i know we can now be best friends with them because distance was the only thing that was stopping us before. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it does feel a little backwards to me that they would have moved right now. Because, like you said, I read a- the same report that Harry wanted to go back and be with Charles during all the coronavirus stuff or, like, be near him. And Megan said no. And so it just feels a little weird to me that they would, like, move in the middle of this freaking pandemic.
0: I think they were always going to move. It's just that the pandemic happened. Like, I didn't really... Yeah, I thought they would come back to L.A. If they stayed in Canada, I figured they'd go to Toronto. But Megan probably wanted to be near her mom for all of this.
1: I guess. I just really have a problem with them being in L.A., to be honest. Really? Why? I don't like it. Like, (sighs) It just, I don't even know how to pin, uh, I don't even know how to pin my thoughts to this. It just feels to me like, I don't know, maybe I just don't like LA right now. And I just feel like, I just feel like they're above LA. Don't be here.
0: <laughs> right. But I kind of think it feeds in, a lot of people think that they gave it all up and they just sort of want to roll with the A-list in LA and
1: do kind of hollywood things. I don't want them to be with the A-list in LA.
0: But it does feed that narrative. I'm like, well, I guess that is what they wanted to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe that's why I don't like it, is it just feels like, really? You guys just wanted to be closer to, like, the Schmarmy LA... I don't know. It feels wrong to me. Do you, are you a fan of the move?
0: Um, I mean, I don't really... It's fine. I'm, I am curious to see, like, right now they have kind of a glow because they're royal, quote-unquote, but I think that'll go away pretty quickly, and I, I am curious what, like, what they're going to do after that.
1: Why do you have that impression that that glow will go away?
0: Well, because they're not royals anymore. <laughs> they're just, like, they're in LA doing Hollywoody things, so you're like, oh, okay, well, you're not really different anymore you're just kind of you know hollywood has lots of power couples and they cycle in and out and now it seems like they could quickly just become one of those depending on if they make some good entertainment moves and but there's no like you're like oh you're just one of those i don't know
1: that's interesting hmm
0: because do you think of them as royal
1: now? Um, well, I mean, obviously we're not allowed to, um, (laughs) but I feel like, hmm, I don't know how to put it. I just feel like they'll always, I think that they have had such an explosive, mm, like time as Royals that it will be solidified as that forever. Like, I think that no matter what they do, people are going to be interested in them. And to me, I mean, this is, like, kind of goes back to what I was feeling, is, like, to me, being in Canada in some, like, remote, mysterious place has more of an allure to me. Like, it makes me more curious and, like, it gives them more mystery than being in L.A. Like, being in L.A. just feels, like, cheap almost. But, like, thinking about them, like, being in this like secluded mansion <laughs> in the Canadian wilderness. It's like, Ooh, what are they doing? Like, I want to be part of that narrative. That's so funny. That <laughs> was
0: kind of that same feeling you had of them being secluded. I was like, they're not going to stay there. Like,
1: <laughs> I know. And you, you said that all along that you felt like they weren't going to stay in Canada and that they were going to move to LA. And I just was like, I think that's going to be the worst decision for them. I feel like it cheapens them being in LA.
0: Yeah, well, I mean only time will tell. Yeah. I I will say the subject of Harry and Meghan has united Canada and the US
1: on one thing. Oh my gosh.
0: And that is that neither of them plan on paying for their security.
1: I don't even know where to start with this story, Marla. <laughs> it's like so weird to me that Trump is out here tweeting about this when they have Haven't Harry and Meghan, like, both said that they have never asked for that? Well,
0: they did ask for from Canada to have security, and they were provided security. They always have been. So even when they were dating, when Prince William would come visit Meghan, the Canadian government provided security for him, and as a royal that was part of like the commonwealth's duty to protect him Hmm. but they let them know that as soon as their royal duties ended like canada wasn't going to provide that security anymore and i had read and i again i don't know if this is true allegedly they had reached out to ask for secret service help
1: but they've Um, denied that
0: i know they have but i am i just think like why Like, I don't even know why it would be on Trump's radar.
1: Well, I just think that Trump is like an idiot who wants to have (laughs) attention and like seem important for stupid stuff.
0: (laughs) That's true. And you think that was like a way for him to appease people by being like, these royals are coming to our country and we're not going to protect them.
1: (laughs) Totally. Like, yeah, I feel like Trump needs to feel like a big, strong man right now because he's done such a terrible job with coronavirus. That he's like, yeah, you know, of course I'm putting us so many trillions of dollars in debt, but we're not going to pay for these people. Like, he's just, like, framed himself as the, like, anti-celebrity president, which is beyond ironic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just think it's so weird that he was, like, talking about it when it was like, why are you even putting this out there? This, has n- this is not the time to be discussing this. Totally. Did you have an opinion on it because obviously we're not going to be paying for that. Obviously.
0: How much security do you think they have?
1: I don't even know how to quantify something like that, but I would imagine it has to be like fairly significant, wouldn't you?
0: I don't know. Like <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess, but like how do you I'm just even thinking like what does that look like? Like, what does security like that look like? Like, are there, there must be people with them all the time. Is there a car outside their house just sitting there all the time? Like, um, I don't really have an answer.
1: I think absolutely. Okay. (laughs) The thing that's like confusing to me and I would be, I would love to hear your thoughts on this is just, I feel like there has been so much discussion since this announcement came out about how are they gonna pay for things how are they gonna afford life don't these people have a ton of money (laughs) like was all of harry's money taken away when he stopped being a royal um he had
0: some money from diana Mm -hmm. passing away
1: Mm -hmm. uh
0: but no, I mean, he's never made any money. And when he was working for the years that he worked, he wouldn't have been paid that much. You but know, do we know not... how
1: much money he had from Diana?
0: Oh, I looked it up one time. It, I mean, it is a significant amount. It's in the million, like a million or maybe two million. Hmm. Um, and she had some money from Suits. I think the concern is, is they're used to a certain lifestyle. And if they're flying privately, and I don't know how much security costs, but it's got to be a a fair amount.
1: Yeah. Unless
0: they've got some sort of, like, income coming in, like, you could burn through that relatively quickly, I would imagine.
1: Yeah, I guess I just, I feel like there is, like, a, there's definitely a tipping point where, like, once you have a certain amount of money, like, the amount of interest that you're making off of that money is so staggering that, like, it's it's doubling at a certain rate that you don't need to worry about it, but I don't know, I guess I don't know how much money you have to have to be at that position. Right. It just, I don't know, I don't suspect that they're going to have money problems ever, so, but and again.
0: Probably won't, it just... And maybe people are asking the question, because if you look back, um, a lot of people who have left the royal family, at some point they've asked for more money. Mm. You know, you think about Sarah Ferguson, um, and, uh, when King Edward left, they were always asking for more money, um, so maybe it's just people looking at those examples of people who have left and been like, whatever, I can survive without you. And, you know, within 10 years have kind of come back and been like, but I need more money. (laughs) (laughs) And that might be what they're looking at.
1: Yeah, I guess that could be true. Um, On that note, though, they have announced that they are no longer going to be keeping up with their Sussex Royal accounts. Yeah. It's... I feel surprised by that. Do you?
0: Um. Well, no, because it's in the name, isn't it? Sussex Royal. They were going to have to get rid of it.
1: Oh, I guess that's true. I just always assumed that they would just, like, change their handle or something.
0: <laughs> right. No, I feel like it'll be a dramatic unveiling so that they can get... Like, I feel like they're going to take a while to rebrand and then they'll come out with a new... Because whatever they do next kind of has to reflect what they plan on doing in the world, you know?
1: Mm. Well, speaking of what they plan on doing (laughs) in the world, um, we have not seen this yet because it does not air until April 3rd, I believe. Mm -hmm. But Megan is narrating a Disney documentary.
0: Very exciting.
1: It's about elephants, Mm -hmm. and it will launch on Disney Plus.
0: Yeah. There were two documentaries coming out. One is about dolphins in the sea with Natalie Portman. And this one is about an elephant migration with, um, did you watch the trailer?
1: Uh, I, the trailer that I saw, I thought was a little weird because you never get to hear Megan's voice.
0: You don't, but I do love when they announce it. It's like with Natalie Portman and you just get so used to hearing people's first and last name. And then they were like, And this documentary with Megan, Duchess of Sussex. And I was like, (laughs) oh, God, she's like a prince kind of thing, like (laughs) Megan.
1: Yeah, I thought that was a little weird, too. (laughs) Um, It seems like it's getting kind of bad reviews so far, though.
0: Do you think it's because people are being extra hard on it because she did it?
1: Yeah, I mean... I do feel bad because I feel like, I feel like people just want to roast them for being so dramatic about, I, I just think that people are not taking seriously like the crap that they went through as Royals. And so now they just want to hate on them a little bit, but I think it will be cute. I mean, you can't really go wrong with, I don't know. I feel like, okay i hate giving them any credit but fox news put an article out that said Meghan markle's disney elephant debut panned by critics as shallow and cheesy but like okay i don't think that's dis i don't think that's megan's fault like it's a disney documentary of course it's gonna be like a little sweet and fluffy it's not tiger king
0: God, I just imagined her narrating Tiger King and things got really weird real fast in my head. I mean, um, if
1: they are worried about money, then narrate Tiger King part two.
0: Right. Um, yeah, I'm really curious to see it. I, I guess I haven't watched a ton of Disney documentaries, so I don't actually know like what the format usually is or what it sounds like. So I was reading these reviews and I was like, I don't know. Is that normal? Is that weird? Um,
1: Yeah, I just think of like penguins or I'm trying to think of the other Disney documentaries I've seen. Like, they're good, but it's not like a hard hitting (laughs) expose on like the life of elephants. It's for kids. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, I definitely think people are being... In one of these articles, it said that Harry had kind of pitched her to Bob Iger at the the Lion King premiere, which made me think like, oh, they've kind of wanted to get out for a while, and there is something weird to me about like Prince Harry pitching his wife to Bob Iger at a premiere, being like, she does voiceover, you know, we sure (laughs) would like to do something like that. Kind of makes me feel like ew.
1: (laughs) I do feel like though. I, I read and had, I didn't read the article, but I read a headline that said that that did not happen, which, okay, like we've said before, like, who knows if that's true or if they're just trying to get people to, you know, protect their image, but I don't know.
0: It's so hard to know what does and doesn't happen. It was, like, an article that said that they broke up with the queen in an email. Like, you're like, did that happen? Did they really just send an email that was, like, peace out, queen? Um,
1: I find that hard to believe. What about you?
0: I don't know. This story is so bizarre. Like, it feels like a lot of people's hand was pushed. Like, I think there was a plan, like, maybe (laughs) to do something, and it went terribly wrong, and there was a lot of fallout from it.
1: That's a good point.
0: Um, That's my sense. I have no idea, but it just seems like maybe they, it was something they wanted to do and they had a slow plan and it leaked. And then I think things were just not as graceful as maybe everybody wished they were.
1: Totally. I mean, on the note of like people just wanting to be too critical of Meghan Markle, you know, we have on our outline, like a page six article, which we should clarify that like page six and Daily Mail are basically tabloids. And so yeah. it's always a little unreliable, you know, to determine exactly if this is a true source or not. But I did pull out two quotes. There was one from an a uh, royal insider that told the Daily Mail, Harry has given up everything, literally everything. He has burnt every single bridge back home. And Megan, while I rather think that she got what she wanted, and another royal insider told the Daily Mail, People had bent over backwards. They were given the wedding they wanted, the house they wanted, the office they wanted, the money they wanted, staff they wanted, tours they wanted, and had the backing of their family. What more did they want? And like, it's just so frustrating for me to hear it in that light because it's like, yeah, of course you can spin all of this stuff to make them look like they were just being greedy. But if you take out the, like, emotion and, like, racism and hatred that they received, of course it's gonna look. Like, they took out the entire narrative that allegedly led them to the point that they're in. Right. It's just so sad to think that, like, even after everything that has happened, that crying video of Megan, like, basically talking about how hard this has all been, that, like, after this is said and done like people are gonna still continue with that narrative.
0: Right. I think it's also um, and and this isn't good or bad, I think there's also like a cultural difference showing where like the UK really does advocate a stiff upper lip and you know keep calm and carry on and that's not really an American value per se. And and so uh, I can see like how some, maybe some of the British public didn't like that she cried in an interview, hmm. um, and that might have felt like a little bit of a slap in the face, like or a, a way to elicit. Some, like it's just not something that would usually be done, especially by a royal. Um, so I think part of this, I'm not saying it's all, I'm not saying there wasn't a lot of racism and that oh, totally. it would have been incredibly difficult. I'm not discounting any of that. But I, I think there is an element of cultural differences as far as how she was expressing it. And nobody's right or wrong. It's just, you can see in how the media treats it and how maybe some of the quotes that are pulled from either Americans or or people from the UK, like how they feel about those specific elements of the story. Does that make sense?
1: Totally. Yeah. It's just, it's disappointing. I think. Yeah. (sighs) Shall we talk about some happier news? Yes. I think that people need that.
0: Yeah. Um, So a lot of people have developed, you know, weird um, hobbies in quarantine or they're organizing things, but, Harry and Yen have taken the time to plan out little Archie's birthday party.
1: Yeah. I can't believe he's only gonna um, so be So Archie one.
0: will be. I know, right? It's been a long year. It's been a long <laughs> winter.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: So May 6th will be Archie's first birthday. And apparently there are plans to have two birthday parties for him. Not on May 6th, because Chances are we will still be um, dealing with what is happening, (laughs) yes. Uh, But they're hopeful that in the summer that they will have a birthday party with the royal family at Belmoral. And there will be another party with Meghan Markle's mom and Jessica Mulrooney and Abigail Spencer in America to celebrate little Archie's first birthday
1: I love this this is what the people need right now we need pictures we need a cake we need balloons Mm-hmm. give the people what they want
0: <laughs> do you think that Megan and Harry you know how a lot of people with kids do the like one month two month in the same pose
1: oh do you think they've done that for little Archie Oh my God. I hate thinking about this. Um, oh Man. I'm going to say no. <laughs> what do you think?
0: Um, I don't know. Part of me is like, maybe they're, they're doing it in a more artistic way. Like any photos they have released of him were like of his feet in black and white. And I was like, is that more his like baby book vibe? is like cool photographer or I are they the like case. everybody
1: <laughs> i mean watch this is going to be the exact same thing as everything i've been saying today i am going to feel in my heart of hearts that they're above that That they're not going to be really kitschy and then on may 6th they're going to release 12 photos from the past <laughs> year with him in some etsy onesie just crawling around
0: well i guess we'll find out um <laughs> do you have any sense of what like uh, do you think there'll be a theme for the party or will it just kind of be like a tasteful
1: <laughs> um he's gonna have a not a royal theme <laughs> <laughs> a commoner theme <laughs> um, i think it will just be tasteful what about you
0: I think it'll either be, like, very tasteful, like, based on her past blog, she did a lot of, like, just monochromatic white kind of stuff, mm-hmm. or it'll be a slight theme that's, like, to promote something, like, maybe elephants to I promote the documentary, thinking. you know?
1: It's gonna be an elephant's birthday party to, to promote her Disney movie.
0: Totally. I, those are the only two options I can think of. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, I should just say I personally am very excited to watch the Disney Elephants movie.
0: I am too. Like, I, I think, oh, I did watch the Tiger King. Oh yeah. I find it so upsetting because of how the animals are treated and truly I had to force myself to watch it because I was like, everybody's going to reference this thing for the next year so I need to know what they're talking about but I hated every second of it (laughs) um and so now I'm like looking forward to watching like a nature documentary where those wild animals are where they should be
1: (laughs) oh my goodness yeah definitely (laughs) I I mean I think it's gonna be cute we need cheesy and shallow right now yes
0: do people not know
1: what 2020
0: is (laughs) it is a test for the world (laughs) Um, I loved this last article and it's not timely it's not news but it was just an article on Elizabeth and Margaret's bond as they were growing up and I don't know I just love thinking of Queen Elizabeth and Margaret as like just normal sisters who love each other and um, support each other no matter what
1: yeah yeah I thought it was really sweet, too, just because we've talked so much about how, you know, Lizzie really is, like, such a strong powerhouse of a woman, and she has so much responsibility on her shoulders, and I love knowing that she has, you know, someone close that she confides in.
0: Totally, and I loved a reference that her father um, used to say, we four— about like him and his wife and Elizabeth and Margaret. And I didn't realize that the queen mother and Margaret passed away so close to each other. Mm. And it was so sad to hear like when the, mother, when the queen's mother passed that it was just like we two with Margaret and Elizabeth. And then Margaret mm. passed away from a stroke shortly after that. And I just thought like how lonely that must have been. Um, for queen Elizabeth, because I can't imagine she has that many people who are that close and that she can trust on that level, and what a hard loss for her
1: totally yeah that is very sweet I doing I also, what doing. <laughs> <laughs> I also
0: I was really cute because they mentioned one thing when they were kids that uh, probably initially growing up, neither of them was supposed to be queen, you know because her father wasn't supposed to be king. And when Margaret realized, like, Elizabeth was to be queen, apparently she said, oh, poor you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny.
0: Which I thought was really cute. That is very sweet. I love that they love each
1: other. Who do you think um, the queen, like, spills her heart out to now? I don't think it's her husband. Oh, you don't? No. Um, I feel like it's probably
0: somebody like her dresser or her Hmm. person doing her hair or makeup. Like, you know what I mean? Like somebody who's been around for a long time and who she has the intimate trust with, but maybe isn't in the public eye.
1: That's interesting. I like that theory. What about you? I was going to say maybe she, (laughs) maybe she talks to one of her corgis, but doesn't she, aren't all her corgis gone now? Um,
0: well, I thought they were, except for in the article about her footman getting uh, COVID, it mentioned that he walks her two dogs, oh. which are corgi mixes.
1: Well, maybe she does still have dogs then.
0: I found that really confusing, but I did not fact check that. So mm. I don't know.
1: Maybe that was like a form of responsibility. I don't know. Maybe. Well, we'll have to look into that. <laughs>
0: do you think the queen has a therapist no (laughs) I believe you
1: (laughs) do you think she does
0: no I mean especially after you said it I like thought about it but no you're right
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was shocked to even hear you ask that question that's so funny (laughs) well thanks for listening guys Remember to please subscribe. And if you enjoyed this podcast, which we know you did, leave a <laughs> review. <laughs> Reviews really help our show.
0: And if you have any questions for us or hot inside tips, you can email us at theroyalteapod at gmail.com. Or if you're just more into photos, you can follow us on Instagram at the podcast.
1: Until next week, stay, stay royal! royal.